Alright, hello everyone and welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host Chris Platty and returning to the podcast for our the longest tradition in the history of Strictly Hoop Talk. Before the podcast was even called Strictly Hoop Talk, my guy Chris Phillips. Chris, how you doing? Hello everyone, been a long time, Platty. Good talking to you again. Uh, glad to be back for this tradition. Yeah, man, this is, like I said, the longest tradition in the history of this podcast. And, you know, this is one that's, listen, this podcast is only going as far as this tradition goes. <laughs> is this year five, six, six. something like that? Yeah, is six. it? Yeah. Wow, six-year anniversary. Yeah, I know, crazy, crazy how time flies, man. Um, man, we were recording the first one at, at my house, you know, we recorded the first couple, and, you know, now we're doing it over the phone. Uh, how's your fantasy basketball season going? It's it's all right. I I'm fourth in the league. Um, I have Westbrook though, man. He puts up crazy numbers, but then it's like you're kind of punting field goals and turnovers, so it's like yeah. really unfortunate. Um, but we're we're gonna ride it out. I think I'm gonna get a buy in the playoff. Uh, so we're gonna be there for a push. I'm mean, I'm gonna be there. I can't complain at least. Yeah, man. This is my first. This is my first year not in the league. Um, a little a little bit too much drama for me. I know you love the drama, so. <laughs> You're you're all about it, but um, but yeah, who else you got on your roster besides Westbrook? Uh, let's see. I got DeAndre Jordan, Dennis Smith, Kyle Kuzma, Markinen, who's been so good since they traded Portis. Yeah. Um, I got oh Doncic, who's also been really good. Uh, it's a Cantor who I had to wait on. I ho- I held on to him, so hopefully that Portland thing works out. Yeah. Um. God, I've um, I would have D'Angelo Russell, who's also been really good. Just off the top of my head, I can't think of everyone, yeah. but it's a pretty good team, dude. I mean, I lead the league like every week in rebounds, double doubles. I get a ton of threes, so I don't think it's the best team, but I think I do have a shot at it. Yeah, I I mean that sounds like way better than my situation. My fancy basketball situation is horrible. So I drafted Gordon Hayward. Um, Bust. That obviously didn't work. <laughs> Did you draft Luca? Did you pick him up? No, I traded for him maybe in December, and he was pretty good, obviously. But he took another step right after I got him, so he's been really good, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, so I tra- I made a trade for him. Um, here, the rest of my team I haven't pulled up. Ibaka, who's been really well, um, Buddy Heald, who's been a surprise, and then I have Tyler Johnson after the trade deadline, but he's pretty terrible. So I'm guessing he's going to be dropped within a week or so. <laughs> yeah, nobody drops players faster than you. <laughs> but yeah, you got about one chance to impress me. Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, so my team like totally fell apart. I got LeBron, who's been on hiatus for like a month. Oh yeah. Um, I picked up Pascal Siakam off the waiver wire. That helped. Waiver um, wire. Yeah. I picked him yeah, up. I, I I picked him up too, but that was like week probably two. Yeah, yeah, that was something like that for me too. It was like it was like the very beginning of the season. Um, that so that helped a little bit. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, I have him as well. Marcus Sol has been up and down. He's had great stretches. I also drafted Kevin Love, who's been out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's unfortunate. He missed like fifty five games. Yeah, I'm like I'm like okay, this is a high risk, high reward because nobody on Cleveland is getting stats outside of Kevin Love. <laughs> But man, so yeah, so I my team is just horrible, man. I'm struggling. I was first in the league, and now I was first in the league in in the, in the beginning of December, and now I think I'm like sixth or seventh, and it's just Oof. yeah, it's it's falling apart. So well, Love's back. Love's back. Maybe you can make a playoff push here. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a little playoff push. I picked up Sadoransky when John Wall went down. And he's, been, <laughs> he's been doing okay here and there, yeah. but all right, what we could talk about fantasy basketball all day. Let's talk about what the tradition it came here to do, and that's All Star Weekend. But actually, before we get to that, I do want to talk with you about the trade deadline. So the Bucks, the the Raptors. And the why am I blank on the earth? The Sixers, Sixers? yes, yep. all made all made upgrades at the trade deadline. Boston remained pat. Chris, I wanted to talk to you just real quick for five minutes. How do you think this changed the hierarchy of the East? I think, dude, they're all big winners of the deadline, but it almost doesn't change anything because the three best teams going into the deadline remain the three best teams, and I don't know if they change too much. I think. Each of them adding Tobias, Gasol, and Miritich were all really good trades. So Boston, I I, I don't know what they really could have done anyways. Um, and I really didn't like them before the deadline. Like, I don't see them as a contender for the finals. I just don't. I just don't see much outside of Kyrie. Like, they're, they are good players, but, like, they don't have that player to step up if Kyrie's out or if he's hurt or if he's not playing well, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So – I think Miritich fits very well with the Bucks, although he's been pretty injured, so he's going to have to get healthy. Um, Gasol, obviously, is a great player. He's older, but he does have some playoff experience. And I like so far they have not put him in the lineup over Ibaka because Ibaka's been playing really, really good. Yeah. Um, so I think is, if Gasol can fit into a bench role, you know, come and play in 25 minutes a night or something, obviously that worked out great. And then Tobias, I mean, that's a big four. It really is. Tobias as the fourth option is really, really good, but I'm worried about their depth. So I'm not too sure about Philly as a whole in terms of uh, making the finals, but their starting five is really, really good. Uh, at least give them that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got, they got arguably one of the best five man lineups in the league. Without Definitely. a doubt. Um, and Tobias Harris, you know, if you were to just tell me in a vacuum, uh, Tobias Harris is the fourth best player on your team. That's a, that's a legit championship contender. Because I agree. Tobias is is an amazing uh, score, and I and I like that. You know, are are you concerned with Philly about the whole narrative that there's just too many mouths to feed? Are, are you concerned with that at all, or do you think it it works with Philly? Eh, not necessarily, because Ben Simmons doesn't really need to score at a high volume. I mean, he is a point yeah. guard after all, and he can't really shoot anyways. But I mean, realistically, Jimmy Butler's numbers are down, but that's kind of a given when you're taking the backseat to a player like Embiid. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think the talent matters a lot. Like, maybe the chemistry's not there so very good, but I think I think the talent, at the end of the day, will matter in the playoffs. And if you have the talent, I think you have a shot. And I think Philly does have the talent, at least in that starting five for sure. Yeah, and that's why I find myself struggling to pick who's coming out of the East because all year I've waited for Boston to flip the switch, and Boston just, they seem like they've just got too much of their own problems this season to really make things work. And Hayward, um, I heard something interesting. I don't know if you listen to Bill Simmons' podcast, but he um, he talked about uh, talking with like people who are in the Celtics organization and they said that they are absolutely stunned by how Hayward's playing because every practice, this guy is without a doubt the best player on the court. And so really? it's something, so it's really just like he's... I wonder if he's just like scared or something. Yeah, that's that's what they think is like he's back. He's back physically, but like not mentally. And, you know, and we're seeing with Paul George having easily the best year of his career right now in OKC, um, you know, I, I hope it's not four years later like Paul George's because this has been four years now since his incident. But 
Um, I hope that gives Hayward a little bit of encouragement that things can work out for him. And so, so that was to me a little bit, that gave me a little bit more optimism when it comes to Boston, but I still, I can't pick them. Uh, I, I just, I can't, I can't roll the dice on them. So I kind of find myself between Philly and Toronto and Toronto almost becomes the number one team in the East by default because Milwaukee, I think, even though they're really good, um, I think that they're schematically, I think that you can, you can really kind of shut them down a little bit in the playoffs when it's just, and force it to just be Giannis hero ball. And I think, uh, I think that, that that can be stopped. And then, you know, and then Boston, like I said, has their issues. Philly is integrating pretty much a whole damn near team. And so Toronto's kind of the default to me to make it out of the East. I mean, is that, where, where are you at with the East? Uh, well, going back to your Hayward point, I think he is like the big X factor and not yeah. just the Celtics, but the entire conference. If he could yeah. get back by the end of the year or in April in the playoffs, somewhere similar to what he was before the injury, I mean, then we're talking about something totally different. Then he's an, he's an all-star caliber player, you know, borderline superstar. I don't know if he's going to get there. I'm going to guess not. But if he does, I would, ju- I would jump them in front of a couple of those teams as real contenders. And then to your point with Milwaukee and Toronto – I, I think you made a good point with Giannis being kind of that guy who's going to have to step up even more and play hero ball. And if Kawhi, with as a great defender as he is, if he you know makes good defensive stops on Giannis for multiple um, possessions in the game, then I think they could run into a real problem with uh, scoring outside of Giannis, and you know that would give Toronto a big advantage because Toronto can score and they can play D with, you know, those guys they got, Ibaka and Siakam and Kawhi and Danny Green, they all very good defenders. So I think I think Toronto is in front of the pack. If I had to bet, I would pick Toronto, but I'm not going to count out those other teams. Yeah, yeah, man. The East is very, very interesting now. All right, Chris, that's enough on the Eastern Conference. So before we get into the All-Star Weekend content that you came here for, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Let's jump to All-Star Weekend, the stuff that we are excited to talk about. Chris, this is, this is a great tradition that we've been doing. And so for, for the new, new listeners that haven't listened to the last ones, go back. They're all on iTunes. They're all in the archives. You can listen to us talk about, uh, talk about Damian Lillard getting snubbed for the All-Star <laughs> and all these, all these crazy things that sound, that sound absolutely wild years ago. Chris Bosch is probably starting in the first one. Yeah, Chris Bosch. <laughs> Yeah, man, times times have changed. But um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go in order of the events that, as they happen throughout the weekend, we'll start with Friday, go to Saturday, and then talk about Sunday. We'll pick our, we'll talk about the field, what what our thoughts are on the field, and who we think is going to walk away in each event. So Chris, I know we don't usually talk about this one, but let's just quickly spend a moment on this one. The Celebrity Game All-Star. Uh, I'm going to read to you some of the roster, and I'm, ju- I'm just going to ask you if there's anyone on this roster. I mean, good luck picking a winner. I'm not going to even try to pick a winner. What just Is there anyone on here that, that interests you? So Mike Coulter, who's the Luke Cage actor, which is interesting because I believe that show just got canceled. <laughs> uh, Dr. Oz, TV personality. That, that one blew me away. J.B. Smoove, actor and comedian. Rhapsody, one of my favorite recording artists. Um, let's see who else they got. Steve Smith, the the former NFL great. Rodney 2K of 2K. Uh, <laughs> Ray Allen, uh, Bad Bunny. You know him as the Latin pop star who's on who's on Cardi's. I like it like that. 
uh, Quavo, the defending and reigning, I guess, MVP of the celebrity game. I mean, is there anyone on this list at all that, that like you're excited to see play? Doesn't it seem like these celebrities get just worse every year? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't even, I'm looking, I'm like, who are these people? I mean, I obviously you know a handful. Uh, I mean, not really. I usually don't even watch this event just yeah. because it's pretty terrible. Um, but honestly, I would probably check in for a couple of minutes and just watch Ray Allen. That just sounds like a generic answer, but I feel like I haven't seen or heard from him since um, he just kind of randomly didn't really retire until like a year or two later yeah. um, after his Miami days. So I would like to see uh, at least, you know, his shot, how he looks. Um, and he's a Hall of Famer, so why not uh, tune in maybe for a couple of minutes to see him hoop still? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Uh, I like, I agree with you, man. This this celebrity, uh, this celebrity All Star game's been going downhill for for quite a minute, um, and it's and it's interesting, right? Like NBA's never been more popular. You you would think that they could, you know, if they if they could really go all out and get some and get some big popular artists. Like there are a lot of popular uh, people here. Like Quavo is, you know, the Migos are one of the hottest artists right. in the game. But like, but then it just it tailspins so fast. I mean, we got so. I actually hold on. I'm not gonna slander. There's some podcasters on here, so I gotta support them. Uh, shout out to Adam Ray and Brad Williams, my fellow podcasters. I know. I'm looking at the list. I'm like this AJ Buckley. I'm like I've never heard of him or that TV show. I'm like I don't yeah. know what's happening. <laughs> I know, man. I mean, you would think that they could uh, that they could get some that they could get some uh, a list, some more A-list I think, celebrities. I think kind of just like proving that they would rather sit and watch than than actually play in the game like it yeah. always seems like they're there in the front row they're not even really watching they're like on their phone or talking to one of their friends like that's what it seems like the celebrities do rather yeah. than play <laughs> yeah man so all right that's enough on the celebrity game i just wanted to see if there's anyone interesting so let's jump to the rising stars this is where it first gets good on all-star weekend friday night um brought to you by mountain dew that's a free that's a free sponsor but i will take a check <laughs> Um, Team USA versus Team World. So Team USA has Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley the third, Lonzo Ball, who's injured and will be replaced by Kevin Knox, um, John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. And Team World has OG Ananobi, DeAndre Ayton, Bogdan Bodanovich, Luka Doncic, Shea, Shea Gildress Alexander, uh, Lori Marketing, Josh Akogis, uh, Chetty Osman, and Ben Simmons. Man, that is a struggle to get through that world roster. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, first off, you know, is there anybody? Uh, is there anybody that you could think of that didn't make the list that you, that you wish was on either Team USA or Team World? And then, secondly, who you got and who's your MVP? No, not exactly. I'm kind of, I'm Knox has been up and down, but I'm kind of surprised yeah. he was initially left off the roster over. I guess Lonzo was more of a name, but let's be honest, he hasn't really had a good year. Um, no, I wouldn't. I think based off just looking at the roster, I think the U.S. team is better. Like that is like a really good young core of players that are yeah. you know coming through the rise in this league. So that's exciting to see. And same with the world, they have some guys. Ben Simmons, thirty year guy, get him off the team. Um, yeah. But uh, if I had to pick an MVP, I don't know. I, I like how Darren Fox is playing this year a ton. And then obviously Donovan Mitchell, a uh, very good volume scorer. So I like either of them. And I like the U.S. team uh, more so over the world for sure. Yeah, I like the team. I like the USA team a lot just because of, like you said, I, I like the little the depth that they have. And, 
you know, this is a this is a event that's all offense, no defense, and that certainly fits the Team USA roster uh, with Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. Um, but I will say the Team World, I, I give them I give them a shot because I think I think if you're drafting these players, I think they have one and two in this in this draft, and Ben Simmons and Luka Doncic, um, you know, and. I can't wait to see Ben Simmons in this event again next year for the fourth time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I like, you know, with, with Team World, they have Luka and Ben Simmons, who this game is made for them to just run the floor and find the find the open man slash dunk, especially a guy as athletic as Ben Simmons. DeAndre Ayton, I feel like, is somebody who could really eat in this event. Uh, we've seen guys like Kenneth Fareed absolutely ball yeah. out in this event. So, uh, so the, the athletic... correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Bogdanovich? I didn't he nail a ton of three pointers last he year. He did. He like did a ton. He, I remember yeah. that. He went on fire. I want to say it was like eight. Like, yeah. He's uh, he's someone who can get hot in a in, in a moment. And then Jamal Murray also went off. Remember that was a that was a big thing as well. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'll go with the Team USA roster just because I think. I think that Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, De'Aaron Fox, uh, talk about someone who's built for this game. I'll, I'll pick him as my MVP because I just think with his speed and athleticism, this is meant for him. I mean, he's going to get up and down the court in three seconds to get a lot of easy looks, I feel like. is Who are you picking for your MVP? Uh, I th- I said Fox or Mitchell. I don't know. I, yeah. let's go. I'll go Fox with you. I agree. He, I mean, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Um, he's, you know, fast, very, very fast. Um, obviously no defense. So I think between him controlling, you know, who's getting the ball and and him being able to shoot a lot as if he chooses, I think he's going to be in a good position to rack up a ton of, uh, statistics. So let's go with him. All right, Chris, that concludes Friday's content. But before we get to Saturday, let's hear from our sponsors once again. Well, let's jump to Saturday, my favorite day of all-star weekend, uh, the skills challenge. Now, the skills challenge, I, I'm going to read off the, the field, and I want your thoughts on this. So we got Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic, and Trey Young. Uh, Chris, there's one there's one name on this list that surprises me, and that's Mike Conley. Uh, is there anyone else on this list that surprises you? Uh, not really. I do agree with Conley just because... He's like an older guy, right? And yeah. These guys all seem to be younger, maybe minus Vucevic. Um, but he, you know, you need to fill in a big. So, but yeah, I agree. He back in the day, I remember like ton six, ton seven is when I really, really liked this challenge. It was always like Tony yeah. Parker, D Wade, like guys like that. And no, they weren't exactly like veterans, but they also weren't like too young either. Yeah. Um. So it, it now it does seem like it's it's for younger guys who didn't quite make the All Star game, but they are good young players that people want to see. Right. And Conley, well, whatever, I can't blame him. He's never made the All-Star game. He wants to be in the All-Star weekend. Whatever, I have no problem with it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't either. Um, I also don't give him, I don't also don't give him a chance against a guy like De'Aaron Fox in this event. Um, this is talk about talk about events that are made for De'Aaron Fox, and it is, it is the Rising Stars, and it is the Skills Challenge. Those are definitely made for him. Um, I'm gonna go with De'Aaron Fox for this one again. Uh, I feel I feel that one of my two predictions is going to be wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I oh. I just I can't see who to pick over over De'Aaron Fox. He's the fastest man, and you know that's that's huge. In this yeah, event. hopefully hopefully he doesn't let you down um, twice. I'm yeah. I, I'll go with Trey Young. I think Trey Young is very interesting. I think 
he can shoot pretty well. Obviously, he runs his offense, so he should be comfortable, you know, going through the dribbling portions, um, passing, obviously. So, ultimately, I think a guard will win. And I think even Doncic obviously stands a good chance, too. But yeah. I'm going to go with Trey Young here. Yeah, Doncic I almost picked just because we've seen this year after year of watching this, Chris, right? Like, the passing always messes everybody yeah, up. Yeah, every time. So, so Doncic could be uh, – could be a very sneaky, a sneaky win. Um, Jokic as well, just for that reason. Uh, you know, he's not the fastest, obviously, but I would be shocked if he's missing those passes. You know, so uh, that's why I would, I would say that those two are dark horses. But I'm gonna go with De'Aaron Fox, um, and let's jump to the next challenge, which is the three-point shootout. Now, Chris, before we get to the three-point shootout, though. Are you with me in the fact that I feel like we need something between the skills and the three-point, right? Like, it just seems like we get to the three-point, which is often the main event. I, I feel like we get to it way too quickly, right? Yeah, the skills, go. it does go by really quick. I mean, every guy is done in, like, 20 seconds. So, in reality, with the commercials, it's, like, what, 20 minutes? And the next thing yeah. you know, it's three-point. So, yeah, I agree. I don't know what, but maybe, I mean, something one day. Yeah, I mean, I was. Were you a fan of that higher shooting challenge? Remember when it was the WNBA player, the current NBA player? I the original, the from what I remember, like the original format, like when I watched like heavily, like in you know, 06 or 07, they had the Pistons teams and yeah. stuff like that with Rashid. Yeah. I liked those teams, but then they started like changing it up towards the end, and I didn't did. like it anymore. Yeah, I didn't like the new adaptations of it. And maybe I'm biased because Detroit was in it every year. Yeah. Well, it was early. a fun little event for, like, they, it was. you know, they represent multiple cities. So I thought that yeah. was cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool, too, especially because it gave, like, the home team always had, you know, yep. their, their, their team. And so that always had, like, a huge push with it. And then there was, like you said, you know, other cities. Um, and, I, and I get that it's a little bit more difficult now because of the way – that the WNBA, NBA is all spread out. Um, like D- the Detroit doesn't have a WNBA team anymore. Right, right. So, um, so that would take them out of the event, and I don't know how they do it. But I, I, I just think they need a little something, something in the middle. Uh, horse would also be interesting, but I feel like you know, in all our years of playing horse, and you're one of the kings of circus shots. <laughs> so, um, so you can attest to this probably better than everyone. Sometimes those games of horses can last just yeah. way too long. If you're trying something like crazy to like eliminate your opponent, yeah. that you you know you you do have a better chance of making. But in reality, it's not. It's obviously not a high statistic shot. So I don't know. Yeah, that would be that could get like real like snooze fest. Like people in the crowd, are, you know, you're missing shots left and right. And say, okay, what am I watching here? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I I just think they need something in between the three-point event and the skills challenge. But all right, let's jump to the three-point. So the three-point, this year's list is actually, I'm a big fan of pretty much everyone. I agree. It is is a good field. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk, and Kemba Walker. Um, I like that they threw in Kemba for the for the hometown. Dirk, obviously, this is we all know he won't admit it, but this is his last ride. I, I'm fairly confident um, that he's going to retire after this season, so this gives him an opportunity to participate one more time in an event that he was legendary at. He was actually talking on the Zach Lowe podcast, and he said he's like, "It's not a question of the threes; it's a question of if I can if I can run the racks." And no I minute. know that's that's what I was thinking too. He just moves even when he was like in his prime; he just moved kind of slow. Like yeah. so, him getting to the racks—I don't know if he's even going to finish the entire the entire set. 
Yeah, I don't. I really, honestly, if I'm betting, I, I bet that he doesn't get to the last rack, like that he doesn't get through it. Maybe um, he's just banking on efficiency and just banging him out. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if you go perfect the first three <laughs> racks, you could just walk off. Yeah. But... <laughs> just, the, the, the clock doesn't even go off, just walks out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love this. I love this list. Chris, is there anyone on here that, or not anyone on here, but anyone that didn't make the list that you wish was on here? Uh, D'Angelo Russell, I would like to see. He's very, he's made a ton of threes this year and yeah. he's like, it took a big step in his game. And I'm glad to see that. I like him as a player. Uh, yeah. So I would like to see him in this event, but maybe another time. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got, he's definitely got more years to earn it, but I, I agree. This is, seems like this last couple of months has been a breakout for him and I could, I could see him really turning, like using this all-star weekend to, you know, play well in the, uh, play well in the, um, all-star game maybe win a three-point shootout like this could have been you know how every like couple years like there's a there's a yeah. young emerging there's a guy, guy in like every event he like steals yeah. the show yeah and, yeah and earlier earlier it was Damian Lillard uh a while back and you know I I could have seen D'Angelo Russell doing something like that um I but I'm with you I really like the field I don't know who else I would throw in there um really like there's there's really nobody else I can think of other than obviously Clay who turned it down um it would have been interesting but but between the Curries and Clay I feel like that would have been just way too much Warriors for me (laughs) um I as far as a winner goes I'm going with I'm going with Damian Lillard man I'm I'm just gonna pick Dame uh Steph's too obvious Joe Mm -hmm. Harris is a dark horse to me uh Devin Booker is a reigning champion Dirk, like I said, I don't think he's making. I don't think he's making it through the rack. Buddy healed. I haven't forgiven him yet for that buzzer beater against Detroit. <laughs> that and, was crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, and Kemba Walker, man, like, uh, man, at the hometown guys. As much as as much a as lot I of love pressure. the hometown guys, yeah, they never do well. Like, yeah. who's like? Can you remember a time when a hometown guy won an event? I, I mean, I know that's a really like specific question. That no, you have to I mean, not really top remember. of my head. I mean. But I feel like I feel like the number's not that high, if if you were to actually look it up, like yeah, um, no, but, I don't think so. Uh, speaking of Buddy Hill, I'm gonna go with him. I think, I just think a guard, ultimately a guard, is gonna win the event, like a smaller type player. Yeah. Uh, so like Dirk, I don't think so. Middleton, I don't really see it. I just feel like Danny Green yeah. can shoot, but he's just kind of, I mean, older. I don't know how to say it. Seth Curry, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he can shoot, but I just don't see him on a big stage like that. So yeah. I think Buddy being younger, being smaller, um, he makes a ton of threes. He's I think top five in the league in three pointers made. So I think yeah. he's a good candidate. So I'm gonna go with Buddy Hield there. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't do well, man. I'm still <laughs> I'm still not forgiving him for that three. That was wild three, by the way. That was yeah. absolutely insane. Um, okay, so let's get to the main event of Saturday night. Well. Chris, do you think the slam dunk contest should still be the main event? The thing with the dunk con the the thing with the three point contest is it's always good. It's yeah. never like bad, but it's never like crazy great. The, and with the dunk contest, if it's bad, you're like with the, you're left with a sour taste. And I think, wow, like yeah. that that's it. Like this Saturday night's over. That dunk contest wasn't good. But when it's really good, like the absolute classic Levine, Aaron Gordon, you yeah. want more and more. So it's hard to say. I think the slam dunk in reality, I think a slam dunk excites a crowd way more than a three-pointer. 
So I think yeah. I think it is a proper main event, especially when the guys deliver. So I, I'm okay with it being in the main event still. Yeah, me too. I think consistently, if you were to chart it out like the three point, like you said, it's got it's it's got a higher floor but a lower ceiling to me um, when it when it comes to the events. But the slam dunk contest, you're right. Like there's nothing more electric than uh, than when everybody's hitting their dunks. But then also you got those years where it's like. Where it's like man, Jeremy, the, Jeremy Evans here, I think it was. Yeah, like who's who's the guy from 13. New York? James White. Yeah. Uh, oh my God! Like twenty. Oh, there's horrible. a couple stinkers in a row. I think it was like twenty twelve and thirteen, maybe were yeah. just brutal, dude. And then they tried to do that whole freestyle. Yeah, thing yeah, and... it got messy there. And uh, Gordon Levine brought it back in a big way. That was, dude. That was um, probably the best on kinds I've ever seen, dude. That was yeah. Cr- Oh it, my God, those it was up crazy. there with uh, with the Nate Robinson Dwight days for me. Yeah, really, yeah, those really those good. like back two thousand days were like two on six, like two on ten were fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah, and you're with me, right? The only way to fix a dunk contest is you ride it out. You don't change the rules, but you just you gotta hope that the, the that the stars get in it, right? Yeah, like, you gotta keep it at what it is. I don't think changing rules then everyone gets confused, and uh, I think you just leave it alone. Let them, you know, try their dunks they've been saving and you know hope they hit them yeah yeah i agree um the the field this year michigan state's own miles bridges uh the charlotte hornets so also on the hometown team john collins of the hawks uh diallo from the thunder i i don't Diallo's i can't a replacement, i believe wasn't he or no um not to my, not to my knowledge no i thought he was yeah maybe he I'm, was just like the fourth guy they added like the last guy they yeah. got yeah, I think he was just the the least known of the four. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. of the Knicks rounds it out. Uh, Chris, this I I actually I actually do like this field. I like what Bridges can do. I like Collins. I like Dennis Smith Jr. and I like Diallo. Like uh, I I think I think even though you know it doesn't have that star power that you're looking for. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Dennis Smith Jr. is de- definitely somebody who's desperate and hungry. And you know he's got this weird kind of thing where because of because of all the the problems he had with the Mavs plus the trade, um, he's got like a a little more extra eyes on him. And if you remember when he was drafted, LeBron said that uh, that he should have been he should have been on the Knicks anyways over Neil Aquina. And um, <laughs> well, here so, he is. Yeah, so here he is on the same team as Neil Aquina now. So it's funny how that worked out, but. Um, you know, I just think he's someone who's interested in making a name. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with him. But I think even though John Collins is a big, I think he has, I think he has a good shot. I, I like what I see from him as far as dunks go. I just feel like the bigs were hit or miss. Like, yeah. Blake, obviously, although he probably shouldn't have won that dunk contest, his dunks were still pretty good. Um, I think it was the same dunk contest. JaVale McGee had some good dunks too. And obviously Dwight Howard is like one of the greatest to participate in the dunk contest, but sometimes, you know, they are a miss. Uh, ultimately I like Bridges here. I just think he's going to be like hungry to put on a show for not only, you know, his hometown, the team that's, um, or the city that's hosting the dunk contest, but also like for guys or for the fans around the league that may not know him or much about him. I think, and I think physically and athletically, he has all the tools as well. So I, I like him a lot here. Yeah, I like I like him too. Is there anybody? Is there anybody you wish you you could have saw in there? Any of the? Let Let's stick with like the realistic, like the young, like the not young LeBron. Guys. Like obviously not. Yeah, not LeBron, not Giannis. You know, like yeah. Is there um, anybody that's on your radar? Not really at the top of my head. When 
when the dunk contest list comes out, like the the good three pointer shooters in the league stand out more. I feel like than the dunkers because yeah, they you know there's just more three pointers. So it's like when you see the three pointer list, you're like, oh well, you know he could be replaced or why isn't he in it? But when you see the dunk contest, you're like, you know, I can't really judge because I'm not sitting here watching the Thunder play every night, so I don't know if Diallo, you know, how many great dunks he has or not. So off the top of my head, no. But like, you know, if if they were to place you know, one of these guys with someone else, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, that was a good pick. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and I think it's just because of the nature of the beast. Like, when it comes to Sports Center, Bleacher Report, all that, like, the, the, the alerts you get for dunks are always, like, stars, right? It's yeah. always Giannis. Exactly. Or, you know, or Blake. LeBron or, Tomahawk. Or LeBron. It's like, yeah. yeah, I've seen that a hundred times. Like, yeah, it's cool, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, they don't ever post, like, this end-of-the-bench guy, like, just yeah. got up. Like, those are those are very few and far in between versus, like, every night you have somebody shooting or making 10 threes. Exactly. In the NBA. So, um, so, yeah, and, you know, threes are worth more than twos. So, that's <laughs> why, that's a reason why a lot of the star players are in the three-point shootout and not the dunk contest. But I also yeah. think it's – well, obviously, with the star power, going back to what you just said, the three-point it's – just, it's just easier on a player. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, these guys in the dunk contest probably won't get injured, but it is a higher risk for sure. I mean, they're bringing out dunks yeah. they would never, ever do in a game, and they're attempting them. You know what I mean? So, it's definitely feel- more of a risk, so – I feel like it's also more embarrassing when you flop into dunk contest than a three-point, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I just feel like, you know, an off-shooting night, like, of course, happens to everyone. But an off-dunk night, like, eh, why were you in the contest? Like, you're an off-dunk yeah. night? I don't know about that excuse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, all right, man, that is the dunk contest. I'm excited. So, once again, I'm picking Dennis Smith Jr. You're going with Miles Bridges, right? Yes, sir. Hometown wow. of the Hornets here. Wow, Michigan State miles. No, Bridges. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. A, I was not a big Bridges fan in college, but that's just because I'm I'm a Michigan guy, I'm a Michigan fan. So, you know, I, I hold nothing against him. I just didn't want him to win while he's at state. I mean, go out and do your thing, uh, Miles Bridges. So once once they graduate to the league, you're cool. Yeah, it's cool, and I got I got I got no hate for him. I I don't hate, I don't even hate him when they're in college. I just simply don't want them to win. That's all. <laughs> Gotta love the honesty from you, Chris. All right. Now, before we get into Sunday's main event, the All-Star Game itself, let's quickly hear from our sponsors one last time, and then we'll get into some All-Star discussion. The All-Star Game on Sunday night. Uh, real quickly, I'll just go over the rosters. Um, let's see here if I can pull them up. There we go. Uh, so, for... Okay, I don't want to see the draft order. I don't care for that. Um <laughs> I don't, I don't care for that, man. Oh, where's the rosters? I'm looking for the actual roster. I didn't want to see the draft. I got them here for sure. I got them here. Okay, here. I got it. Um, since it loads, there we go. Okay, so for Team LeBron, we got obviously LeBron James, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, and the legacy spot going to Dwayne Wade. And the coach is Mike Malone of the Denver Nuggets. For Team Giannis, we got Giannis, uh, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker, Blake Griffin, Nikola, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki with that other legacy spot, Victor Oladipo, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, and the coach is Mike Boonholzer. So Giannis definitely repping his Eastern Conference a little bit better. 
Um, first off, like to me, to me, Chris, you you really like the legacy idea, right? Of adding Dirk and Wade. I want. I that. would like to give credit to me and you. Words do. I'm. Yes. I swear, we brought this up. I believe it was the year Tim Duncan was retiring. So what, 2015? Yes. Yeah, something like that. I promise you, we suggested this exact idea. Like he should not take away really a spot from a player, but he should be automatically in based off a legacy spot. And here we go. Like finally, this is what we got. So I would like some credit for that. You deserve some credit for that. I mean, dude, that was, I'm not going to say it was like a easy idea, but like is a, you know, a great way to show respect to these hall of famers that are, you know, leaving the game. They are not well Dirk has him, but we know he is. Come on. Yeah. So I'm really, I was really, really happy when I saw that. Yeah, I was too, man. Um, you know, it sucks for it sucks for the people that came before that deserved one, but you know, at least from now on, it's better late than never with this with this, right? Like definitely, yeah. Um, so now, I mean, it's not gonna happen every year because you know, yeah. not every year players like Dirk or D Wade are retiring. Those are two all time greats in their position. I mean, two top five players in their positions. Yeah. Um And I don't really think that's even arguable. So. You know, I'm. I, it's not going to be an every year thing, but of course, a guy like LeBron is going to get that treatment, and a lot of even yeah. these guys on this list, to, to be honest, KD and you know Steph. So, I mean, that's awesome to see. Yeah, and that's the thing too is as long as they don't go too far down the line, you know, and uh, and open it to too many people. Like as long as they keep it pretty selective, as far as the all time greats go, um, and they they keep it to that kind of realm, and they don't give it to a a no disrespect, but a uh, but a like a Paul George, right? Like when he's yeah. retiring, you know, like right, like a gr- uh, yeah, good a great player, NBA but player, but like you know, he's, not all time. He, he at yeah. this at this pace, to be fair, he's yeah. not an all time great, but he is a very good player, of course. Right, right, and so yeah, so as long as they don't do that, I'm cool. Also, uh, man, if if Vince Carter retires, that kind of sucks because I think he's another guy who deserves it. I know that's like a that's like an iffy one though because he is not. As as much as I love Vince, and I, he used to be yeah. my favorite player a long time. Like he's probably the first NBA player I ever like really cared for. He's he's not Dirk, and he's not D Wade, but he's still yeah, undoubtedly a Hall of Famer. You know, it like just he is like when you think of the word legacy, like his dunking. You know that two thousand dunk contest like comes to mind. Like is an all time great performance. Yeah. You know he and he had great he had a great career. I mean he's still kicking. I mean what forty one years old? It's crazy. Yeah. So. I, I of course I would never complain if he got that spot that treatment, but you know it it's like that cutoff point almost where it's like you know yes or no because you know he's yeah. not D Wade he's not Dirk he when we suggested it you know he's not Tim Duncan so yeah like him him and Melo also is another one like <laughs> I think every, like everyone near that cutoff yeah, everyone like you think about it now which isn't fair like if if Melo were to get that everyone would be pissed but like dude he is he is like an all time you know, name, player, yeah. like, he is a great player. Yeah, 100%, 100%. But I, I like that, I like that addition that they did. Um, As far as, like, the All-Stars that were actually selected, like, obviously, you know, we have to include that at this point, they're still doing the stupid, even though they're doing the draft, they're still balancing it east and west. But um, was there any, like, snubs, like, as far as, like, on the east or west side? Like, I put in, personally, Eric Bledsoe over Chris Middleton, when I did my list. And, yeah. Um, when I was, when I was, so I think the West was kind of like, you know, the only one that I didn't really see that kind of made it was clay. And I think clay could have been 
in or out, and I'd, you would have been okay with it either way. Um, but the East was a little more tough. You know, I was trying to like sit there like, oh, well, he's going to be in, he's going to be in. And then I got down to the bottom, and I, I just thought based off of his play and his record, Middleton kind of, you know, he should have been in. And I, I think one of the Raptors could have gotten in, but the problem is you probably would have had to take another one out, which would have been yeah. Lowry. I think I think it would have been okay if Lowry, Ibaka, or Siakam got in, to be honest with you. And yeah. it, I wouldn't say they're snubs, but I, I, I definitely could see them in the game over Kyle Lowry or maybe someone else. Yeah. Um, to me, the one that's, that sticks out, uh, and this is, again, no disrespect to Stan Antonio because, like, it feels like they deserve an all-star. But LaMarcus Aldridge, like, I would have put – I honestly would have put this season, I would have put Luca or Tobias over him. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Luca. Yeah, okay, well, Tobias either way wouldn't have been on the team, though, was the problem. Like, what, what would have happened? He would be on the West team, but then he got traded. Yeah, So, but I mean, but, I mean, it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, I guess you draft. still get that title – well, yeah, but they still balance it out to like twelve and twelve, you know. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, is he taking East player spot? Um, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I don't have a problem with Aldridge being in, but it, it becomes a problem when you, I totally forgot about Doncic. He should be in the All Star game. I don't care what Dallas's record is because I'm sure these player, these other guys have worse records. Um, like obviously, um, the Magic for Vucevic and a couple of yeah. these, you know, Blake. You know, they're all similar teams record wise. And of course, you know he's so popular now too. Like that seemed kind of like a layup. And he was he was what, second and third in votes, third in votes. That's why he didn't get in as a starter. Yeah. So yeah, now that you say that, I was actually really mad when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like he was. You know, I know we get kind of hyped up easily about the rookies, like the the general public, but um, and young players, like we we love to find that next emerging guy. But I. I really think, like, if you look at his numbers, they, they ran all these stats, and it's like the only other rookies to make it in the All-Star game were Grant Hill and Michael Jordan, and Luka actually has, like, almost identical numbers. I know, like, when you said emerging, it's like, yeah, he of course he's emerging, he's only going to get better, but, like, he's here, like, his numbers, yeah. <laughs> sorry, excuse me, his numbers, like, deserved, you know, for him to be on that team. Yeah, 100%, man. I, I think I think he was I think he was definitely robbed, but you know obviously obviously from here on out he's going to be on pretty. Oh much yeah, I mean year, LeBron even making his how. first year. I mean it is yeah. what it is, but you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's another guy who also should have just from day one should have just been in uh, in the All Star game. Yeah, every single year I agree. <laughs> but um, listen, man, LeBron. Everybody talks about LeBron, and I know he's got the GM experience. He's been running teams for the past six years now. That is one but, uh, godly team. Yeah, that is <laughs> Anthony Davis is your sixth man. It's are you funny. It's me? funny because like obviously like everyone pointed out like these are guys he wants to play like like openly. Yeah. Like there's rumors he wants Kyrie back or whatever. Yeah. Clay and AD obviously that whole situation. Of course his boy D Wade, which I'm really glad they're together on the team. So yeah, it's funny cool. like he. he I'm not saying that's how he picked them, but like either way, he has an ungodly team, and like those are guys he wants. So it's kind of like a win-win. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent, man. Like, look, LeBron cleaned Giannis up on the draft board. A hundred percent. How did how did Giannis end up with like nine East players? And yeah, then, I know. And then LeBron got all the West players, man. Like he has, uh, the, he has like the guys that were like not 
not necessarily shouldn't be there, but like we'll be the next to go in line of like not yeah. making it. DeAndre Russell, Victor Oladipo, Chris Middleton, Kyle Lowry. He's got all four of them. <laughs> He's got three people that should have been like, that arguably could have been like the last pick in the draft. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, he got he got cleaned, but it's all right. It's all right. It's his first time. He'll probably have another time. Uh, some more opportunities. And you never even know with these games. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, they're all professional, like all-star, superstar, borderline players. So, it, you know, they can fill the stat sheet up no matter what. Yeah, and we all know Russell Westbrook. Uh, he did that one year, if I'm not mistaken, right? He did break the Wilt Chamberlain record, or he was close. Points? I Yeah. Yeah, I think, what do you have, like, <laughs> was it like 49, 53, something like that? I'm gonna look that up right now. Uh, yeah, Westbrook he. Yeah, calls. that's a guy. Of course, would not. I mean, he just does fill the stat sheet up, whether it's an exhibition game like this or whatever. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. I'm looking for that. Okay, so the the history of the All Star. I I'm gonna see. So I'm searching this all in real time, just trying to figure out if I can quickly figure this figure this out. Okay, so Russell Westbrook this year. Um, let's see what year. It, this was this was yeah so this sounds about right 2016 yeah um that was the year that westbrook won back-to-back mvps that was the second mvp this was so that would have been his first year without kd right yeah that was that was the year that he would uh that he went on to win the mvp yeah so he attempted 23 field goals jesus 17 threes oh my Um, god man Dude, how many points did he finish with? Oh, he finished with 31 that year, so I don't think that was the year because he had another. It must it must have been the other year. Let's pull it the other year real quickly because I remember one year he got like 40-something, right? I'm not tripping. I yeah, 41. Like... 41 uh, is what he got the uh, 2015 year. So I think that was the year before KD left, right? Yeah, they, they always show that uh, scoring list too. Like KD's like crazy high on that list too. Like he's yeah. he's probably gonna be retire his all time leader. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's that that's crazy, man. Like Westbrook and KD, the, those buckets that they get in the All Star game is ridiculous. But anyways, um, yeah, LeBron's team is clearly the better team. Like that's who I'm gonna pick to win. But like you said, it's the it's the All Star game, so who knows what's gonna happen. Um, Chris, like, who who are you going with for MVP? Because I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out in my head right now. I mean, do we think they have to be on the winning team? Isn't that kind of just a given? Yeah. Right. So that like that, I think everyone there is going to want Kemba to like. They're going to give him that chance to show out. They're going to give him you know so many opportunities to score. But like he's on Gian- Giannis's team, so it's like, do I think he they're going to win? I really don't think so. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go with. Oof. I'm going to go with Kyrie. Okay. I think yeah, – I, I I don't know. There's just so many guys. It's impossible. You know what I mean? It's like – This is impossible to It's predict. impossible. Like any of these guys could realistically win, especially on LeBron's team. But I'm just going to go with Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it was a toss-up between Kyrie and Harden. But, you know, I'm just going to go with Harden because of the numbers he's putting up in regular games is superhuman right now. So, um so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with James Harden because I just think what he's doing right now uh, easily will translate to the, to an All Star game with no defense. Also, so. uh, going back to your point, um, Anthony Davis is the all time leading scorer now. In 2017, he put up 52. Now that now that I say that, like I do oh, remember wow. that happening. But yeah, Westbrook is three. He had 41. Okay, yeah, 
and then Will Chamberlain's in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah, he's got 42, one above Westbrook. So 52, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course it's the All-Star game, but 52 is a lot. I mean, because those guys don't – it's not like they're playing like 35, 40 minutes. You know, they all get out there and play. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. It's it's all pretty evenly distributed or near evenly distributed um, as, far, as far as minutes go. Um, I'm wondering how much – Wade and Dirk will get. I pro- I bet they only get like ten minutes though. Yeah, I I think Wade will pay a decent amount. I, I mean, knowing it's his last one, and he's still in. You know, he's still a pretty yeah, good player to be honest good. with you. Yeah, like his numbers are not like crazy bad. You know what I mean? He's putting up like fourteen, yeah. fifteen points a game. They're respectable. So I think he'll get out there. But yeah, I agree. I don't know how much they'll really play. Obviously, Wade will play with LeBron. You know, for I, I would say at least five minutes. You know, so yeah, hopefully fine. they at least get on the board. You know, get a highlight play. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of highlight play Dirk's capable of. Oh, yeah, of he, that, he's going to have to be like a half quarter or something. <laughs> yeah, his is going to have to be either a half quarter or like, <laughs> or like a, a just a, a wide open corner pocket three. That's 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 what's going to be his highlight play. <laughs> but Dwayne Wade, man, he looked incredible against uh, against Dallas the other night. Dude, like, yeah, did he, you see the highlights? He, no, uh, no, I didn't. Well, yeah, I saw the jersey swap and stuff, but I didn't really see the highlights. But he does just. I always just see people's numbers because I look at fantasy all the time, and he is like he has had a good year. He really has, and he only yeah. plays like twenty five, twenty six minutes a night, you know. So I, I'm glad to see that. You know, I don't like seeing the guys like lump out of their career, kind of like Dirk. No disrespect, but you know, yeah, he's kind of just Kobe holding on. Well. Yeah, Kobe and minus that explosion in his last game, but you know, so it's good to see you know a, a Hall of Famer, a great like D Wade, still you know kicking and having a good year. Yeah, man. Well, we got a lot to watch this All-Star Weekend, Chris. Once again, man, I really want to thank you for coming on this podcast and keeping the tradition alive. Of course, anything uh, to make it happen. I mean, can't find headphones. We're, we're like two hours away from each other. We're making it work, man. I mean, it always stay that way, no matter what. Yeah, man, we'll always make this work. Thank, thank you so much, buddy, for coming on. Glad to hear everything's good on your end. And uh, I'll see you next time I'm in the area. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, take care.